Hello and welcome to the Millennial to Millionaire podcast. As always, this is your host, Paris Grant, coming to you with everything financial. And on today's episode, I'm going to be talking all about cryptocurrency. Now, the reason for this is that I've been seeing it trending lately just on Twitter. A lot of people have been asking me whether it's a good investment or not. And I do believe that it has to do with like, you know, inflation, the rise of NFTs, which run on Ethereum, that blockchain. And then also just a lot of people are interested because we're millennials, we're interested in anything that's really novel and new. But on today's episode, I'm going to be talking about whether it's actually a good investment for you or not. I'm going to be covering different reasons why it might be and different reasons why it might not be. And ultimately, whenever it comes to your financial journey, the most important thing to have is an actual objective, right? Just saying, hey, I want to be rich. It's not specific enough. You need to have an actual objective. And the reason for that is that once you have that objective, you can start to implement different financial instruments that will only get you closer to that objective and you can ignore anything that's not. And I think for a lot of people, when it comes to cryptocurrency, they believe that it's something that it really isn't. So it might not actually be the best investment for everybody. But on this episode, we're going to see whether or not that applies to you. So please uh, just, you know, if you have any other questions, please feel free to send them over because I just want to cover things that apply to you, apply to us, because I want us all to win together. And with that being said, I'm actually starting a community, a Facebook group, where we can all just share our financial goals, share what our aspirations are, so we can kind of spur one another on and also just be able to, you know, hey, I learned this, I learned that. I just really want to be a space. So make sure you hit the link inside the bio or the, I'm used to saying link in bio, like this is social media. Hit the link inside the description. Uh, join the group. I'd love to connect more with all of you guys. But with that being said, we're going to go ahead and get right into the show. This episode is all about should you buy cryptocurrency? And welcome to the Millennial to Millionaire podcast. On this episode, we're talking all about whether or not you should buy cryptocurrency. But before we can answer that question, you need to answer the question of what is cryptocurrency? So cryptocurrency is defined as a digital currency that is secured by cryptography. It works on a decentralized network called the blockchain by separate computers, meaning that it can't be influenced by any single one person. And every single coin in cryptocurrency kind of has its own tag, which means that it can't, they're not very fungible. You can't just create more. There's a finite amount of them. Now, there's different kinds of coins out there. I think the most popular ones are ones like you know, Dogecoin, Bitcoin, Ethereum. And they've uh, been around for about 12 years, and it's been, a pretty, uh, it's been a pretty wild ride for them. And a lot of people are starting to kind of gravitate towards cryptocurrency for really, I think, three different reasons. And these three different reasons are, depending on how they apply to you, kind of indicate whether or not it's a good investment for you. So we're going to go ahead and just knock out uh, what these three reasons are from now. And those three reasons are you can buy it as a, as a speculative asset, something that you're expecting to grow over time because you just want to get fantastic returns on your money. So you put your money into, into cryptocurrency. The second reason would be as a hedge against inflation. And the third would be that you're just such a crypto advocate that you believe that eventually we're going to get to a point where we do everything through cryptocurrency. Now, there's some validity to each one of these different reasons, but I will be explaining the philosophy behind whether each one of these is a good or bad reason and how that applies to you and your decision making process. I think the easiest one to really uh, tackle is the investing in crypto as, as an asset, something that you expect to grow in value. So in the world of investing, something called growth investing or growth stock, it's these are stocks or securities that you put your money into because you expect the value to increase over time. You put it in 
today at 100 because you believe it's going to be at 1,000 five years from now. And you're not really buying it necessarily for the fundamentals, but because of the sheer belief that it will actually rise. I do believe you should look at the fundamentals, but that's where it gets a little murky when it comes to crypto. So I myself own cryptocurrency. And this is the reason why I own it is because I genuinely believe that as time goes on, it, they're just going to produce fantastic returns. If you're somebody who had invested in Dogecoin or Bitcoin or Ethereum, and all these different things, when they came out, you've, you know, you've got thousand plus return, thousand percent plus returns, which is something you can't really beat. But the reason why I add the word speculative ahead of that is because it's really not tied to anything. When you look at something like, you know, like a stock, for instance, right? A stock is issued by a company that actually produces something. Crypto isn't actually backed by anything. In fact, part of the allure of it is that it's not, it doesn't come from one central authority. It's not something that's susceptible to government manipulation or really manipulation by anybody. So it's really kind of like, yeah, it's just its own thing. But if you really look at the fundamentals of Bitcoin, I'm using air quotes there for those who aren't tuning into the YouTube, there really isn't any like sort of fundamentals for any of these cryptocurrencies other than, you know, they're, they exist. So I, I believe that if you're somebody who's looking to invest in cryptocurrency as a way just to get fantastic returns, maybe you want to invest very conservatively, like an index fund, maybe some uh, bond ETFs or something, and you want to just have something that may be able to boost those returns, I believe that it does fit as a, like a speculative asset, like kind of like that one thing that might just pop off right when you need to. But it's also important to remember, it's not really tied to anything. So if this is your philosophy, I recommend actually taking the barbell approach. And this is something that Nassim Taleb, um, somebody he's written a bunch of great books, like books like um, Anti-Fragile and Black Swan. And it's this concept of putting 90% of your portfolio into ultra safe securities. These are things that almost can, they won't go down in value. Things like treasury securities. If you're kind of risky, depending on what you uh determine as risky, you could even say that's an index fund, right? But have your money in something that's not likely to go down in value, and then put 10% into something like high-flying, like crypto, tech stocks, these sort of things. That way you kind of have that hedge. And because you know that your money is secured, you can only really lose 10% of your portfolio because you're investing in things that are super safe. But you have this uh, you have like this 10% here in crypto that can really just pop off at any given moment, which can really lead to some spectacular returns. Now, the other way that, uh, and this kind of goes back into the whole idea of the fact that it's not really backed by anything, um, it's buying crypto as a hedge against inflation. Now, right now, inflation is at about 7%. It's pretty high. Um, and this is causing a lot of fear with people. A lot of people are kind of like starting to have a lot of doubt in the dollar because this is the highest it's been in 40 years. A lot of our generation has not really experienced inflation at such high of a rate. So for this reason, it can be very tempting to say, okay, you know what, we can keep on printing more dollars and inflation is going to continue to rise, or we can go invest in crypto, which is not backed by uh, the government. It's actually a finite amount. So like, you can't just uh, keep on printing more. You can't keep on printing more cryptocurrencies. There's a finite amount of them. And because of that, people kind of uh, look at them as a big safety net and a great hedge against inflation. Now, when we talk about hedges, right? To, for something to be a hedge, it has to move in correlation with the thing that it's hedging against. So if you want to have a hedge against inflation, you should be investing in an asset that's going to move in step with inflation. Or as inflation rises, this also rises at a higher rate um, because you want it to be somewhat correlated. Otherwise, it's not really a hedge. It's just an investment that you have. So with this being said, 
crypto, which has only been around for about 12 years, it hasn't really experienced that many different inflationary cycles. Crypto, even as uh, inflation has risen, has gone down, increased, decreased, got sideways, loop de loop crypto has shown no correlation with the current, with the rate of inflation, which means that if inflation rises, it's not like crypto is going to rise. If inflation goes down, it's not like crypto is going to go down, right? There's no correlation there. So they're two completely uncorrelated assets. And the reason why I bring this up is that if you're putting your money into something to avoid inflation, and it's not a hedge, you're not really doing anything, you're just making an investment, which I don't think is a bad thing. But that's why I said the philosophy behind why you want to invest in crypto matters just as much as the actual buying of the cryptocurrency. So with that being said, I think that if you're somebody who is, you know, genuinely scared of inflation, you're not, you're not really having a lot of confidence in the dollar. I, uh, something that has shown to actually move in step with inflation are things like tips, which are treasury inflation protection securities. These are treasury securities, uh, like securities issued by like the national treasury that um, actually as inflation rises, these rise as well. They're doing fantastic right now. Things like gold and commodities have actually moved more in step with inflation than cryptocurrency has. Meaning that cryptocurrency isn't actually a great hedge against inflation. So if that's your reason for buying it, it is not for you. Now for the very third reason, and I think that this one is very subjective because it really just depends on where you, like what side of the fence you're on, right? There's some people who are very much like, you know, crypto is not backed by anything. It's not really doing anything. It's like, you know, like they, believe, they don't believe in it because it's not really real. If I held up, um, you know, a picture right now and I said, okay, this picture is worth this much. It's only worth as much as everybody else believes it believes that it is. And when it goes back to the other, uh, the very first reason that I mentioned, the idea of buying crypto as a speculative asset, the reason why I own cryptocurrency isn't actually because I'm a whole crypto advocate, but it's because I believe in the people who are crypto advocates. As in, I believe in the psychology of people. I know that it's something very novel. I know this is something people are very excited about. We have NFTs and everything. And even though I know in my heart that it's not really backed by anything, I know that people have such great faith in it that I'm almost investing in their faith and not the actual crypto itself. So if you're somebody who's investing in it because you believe that the world we're going to live in is going to be, you know, just governed by cryptocurrency, right? I know there's some places that accept Bitcoin or Ethereum as forms of payment. I and this is just my own opinion here, I don't believe that that's going to be the case. I don't believe that it's been around long enough. I don't believe it has the backing. I don't believe that it can really get to a point where it replaces the dollar unless it unless the government gets involved. And at that point, the whole allure of it actually goes away. So kind of like by the time that it would get to that point, the whole reason why, it, uh, why people want it to get to that point just would be null and void. So, I mean, I do know, I can see the validity and see the reasoning behind why somebody might believe that we're going to live in an age where we only have cryptocurrency. We're just over here buying and selling with crypto. And I do believe that there's always going to be a market for it, but I do not believe that we're going to get to a point where it's the only thing that we use. So if you're somebody who's investing in crypto because you believe like this is the future, I'm just going to stock up on, on Bitcoin so that one day when we're all using Bitcoin, I'll have so many Bitcoin that I could just go buy anything. Um, I believe that and the inflation and the inflation reasoning actually have a lot more to do with fear and just the lack of and like a lack of certainty than it does to actually looking at it and buying it as an asset. So to tie it all together, I believe that the only reason why anyone should ever be buying crypto is if they're buying it as a speculative asset, knowing very well that it's not backed by anything and that it has more so to do with the psychology of other people who believe in it than it does with the actual asset itself. I believe you can get amazing returns. It's the reason why I own it, right? Um, but it's not about the actual crypto itself. It's about how people feel about crypto. Now, 
you know, I plan on having more guests on the show who are going to talk a little bit more about it, who know more than I do. And I don't really think necessarily, and I've done a good amount of research to kind of really come to this con- conclusion on my own. But uh, I would love to hear what you guys think. Do you, I mean, if you think I'm wrong, let me know. If you own crypto, let me know uh, the reason why you own cryptocurrency. I think that having conversations about this sort of thing is just really healthy. It builds more financial transparency and helps us all to make better, more informed financial decisions. But that's all I got for today's show. I thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please make sure to hit all the links in the description that has my Twitter, my LinkedIn, the podcast, um, the Facebook group that I mentioned at the beginning of the show. All these different things that I have here are literally just so that I can connect with you because I want to hear more about your journey, your stories, what you guys want to hear about, even what you guys think about the show. So if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, please make sure to leave a rating and review. But the most important thing, okay, no, the second most important thing you could do for the show is share it with a friend. I think that, you know, just helping your friends and just uh, even coworkers, your family, just helping other people around you reach their financial goals will help you. Zig Ziglar always says that the best way uh, that you can get everything that you want in life if you just help enough other people get what they want. And I've never met somebody who does not want to be more financially successful. But the very most important thing that you can do is remember that this is the Millennial to Millionaire podcast. And here we don't keep it 100. We keep it 1 million.